welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is a place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. And it is uh, mid-February in uh, 2020 and uh, a lot of fun stuff happening at Sports Performance. Uh, If you are not keeping up, there are a lot of fun things, new things happening. Uh, We've added uh, nutrition uh, services to our family of services here at Sports Performance and uh, really, really excited to uh, have Liz uh, in the family and, and being able to help uh, keep people like yourself healthy and uh, exercising all year long. So nutrition is added to the team. Uh, we've got some uh, new team members and uh, really excited to uh, get sports performance uh, onto a good path for the year and uh, into 2021 as well. Uh, today's podcast, uh, five tips to return to running and avoid injury. Now, uh, you, you got to remember five tips to return to running. So this could be you're just starting or you are hurt and you're looking to get back into it. Or you ran 20 years ago and you want to start running again. Either way, we're talking a return, uh, a, a slow return into um into running. Now, the first thing you need to understand is uh, running is stress to the body. The body does not know it is exercise. The body just knows you're going to add this amount of impact to your legs and the body isn't used to it and it is not going to like it. That's what is is either going to be soreness or pain. So uh, don't think that if you ran three miles six months ago, that you're going to be able to easily do that now after being injured or taking a break or whatever it is. So what you want to do is gradually progress uh, your intensity or just the amount of miles that you're putting on. So uh, especially if, if you've had previous injuries like knee pain or runner's knee or shin splints or foot pain or heel pain or plantar fasciitis, plantar fasciitis. So you want to start um, start with five to 10 minutes and gradually increase 10 to 15% each week. Now, for some of you who say, you know, that's a pretty slow pace to progress every week. So an easy way to think about this is start 10 to 15 minutes and add two to three minutes per week. That that that's for a higher level, like maybe you're just you you took a break from running because you got sick or you got injured or something easy. If you have a higher level of running, you can increase at a little bit of a faster rate. But in general, we'll say about ten percent. So somebody who's hasn't run in six months to a year, or you had surgery and now you're getting back in, you definitely want to take the ten to fifteen percent increases um, every single week as a really good guideline. Um, if you're starting to feel sore the next day when you wake up or feel pain when you wake up the next day, uh, you're, you're pushing that threshold. And so you, you don't want to um, go too fast. And at Sports Performance, we see this very, very regularly. And this is advice that we're given, giving people who come onto our tables and 
want a, a shoe wear analysis and a foot footwear analysis. And, and all those are really good things, but we can't control the amount of stress that you're placing outside of that. And so a really good guideline you have to follow is 10 to 15 minutes uh, and then increase 10 to, uh, 10 to 15% per week, or if you're advanced, two to three minutes uh, more per week. So uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, you're going to be shocked. You want to run faster, not longer. And you can do that with intervals. Intervals are, think about rest periods and repeating a certain distance within a certain time, having a decent amount of rest break and repeating that often. So let me give you an example. Say, for instance, you wanted to run two miles and maybe your conditioning is not strong enough to maintain two miles at a really good pace. So instead of running two miles, you can run laps around a track, just run maybe one lap at a good pace and then have three to five minutes of rest and repeat for four to eight laps to equal your two miles. So, or one to two miles. And the the benefit of this is that running longer distances doesn't necessarily give you the a, a better cardiovascular or uh, a better, greater challenge to your fitness level. You can do it at a very controlled pace. So if you increase your pace and you do shorter distances, you're actually going to challenge your heart and lungs to a greater degree. It just depends on what your priorities are. If you're looking at, listen, I just want to go out and improve my fitness so I can uh, just be healthy overall. Intervals are going to be a fantastic way to get back into running versus trying to build to two miles at a given pace that's longer and harder to sustain. But most people can run a little bit faster, a shorter distance, have a little bit of rest period and repeat those often uh, to gain uh, a better cardiovascular, better conditioning. And uh, most people uh, haven't uh, really uh, taken advantage of, of this uh, interval-based workouts, uh, because what it can do is really uh, challenge you and give you a good uh, baseline of fitness um, without having you develop shin splints or anything that would uh, usually occur with longer uh, runs. So number one, start slow and progress controlled in a controlled manner. Number two is include intervals uh, instead of long-distance runs. Uh, number three, work on your strength. I get several runners who come in here and say, I don't want to do resistance training or I don't want to do uh, weight training because I don't want to slow down. And that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions about weight training. Think about this, okay? When If you have more strength, there's going to be a balance, okay? I'm not talking about go do bodybuilding and, and gain uh, 10 pounds of muscle mass. Uh, I'm not saying add more mass onto you. What I'm saying is that um, anytime that you work or run, okay, your, le your leg muscles have to be able to uh, control what you're doing when you run. Now, when you step on the ground, I'm going to make up a number here. There are 10 muscles that are working to all control your foot, 
contacting the ground. So it's slowing you down and then helping you push off and push away from the ground. So what happens is when you actually strengthen those muscles around that same leg, uh, now you will need fewer of those muscles to work because they are stronger, meaning you will be more efficient and you will require less work and be able to run faster if you were stronger. Now, this is a huge misconception. And the good news is all you really have to do is add about two to three days of strength training in the intervals or excuse me, in the repetitions of 10 to 15 repetitions, not heavy, you just need to work on your core strength, your hip strength, your leg strength, your ankle strength, your calves, all the lower body to be able to push into the ground and push off the ground in a short time using fewer muscles and making you faster. And that's what strength training will do. And besides the muscle strengthening, it also increases your bone mineral density. So meaning how thick those those bones are and, and able to support you. So uh, it reduces your risk of, you know, bone problems such as shin splints, your ability to be more resilient. That, that's a really a common word we throw around at sports performance. It, it just means that you're able to tolerate more. And Resistance training is probably the best thing you can do for yourself um, long term uh, as you age, as you run and and put yourself in positions where you're putting your body under more stress. All it's doing is being able to tolerate that uh, just a little bit more. So that was number three. Uh, work on your, your strengthening or adding resistance training. Uh, number four, listen to your body. Now, I know that sounds really straightforward. Most of you are saying, Chris, I'm going to continue running. I know that runner mindset. Good for you. I'm just telling you, be aware of how to push and pull based on the type of pain that you have. If you are having pain only with running, you're more than likely to continue, okay to continue running, meaning you don't have it after running and you don't have it the next day. If you have pain with running and it hurts after running, that's a yellow light. Proceed with caution. If you have pain with running, after running, and the next day, red light, you need to back off. So good guideline is monitor for 48 to 72 hours, two to three days, and do not push through pain in those two to three days. Meaning you can back off, work on your resistance training, uh, or start doing intervals instead of long runs. And so you have to think about it as if you take 48 to 72 hours to monitor, that can save you from losing weeks or months off of a big injury. So just know that you're investing in the long term uh, versus just pushing through it. And then now you're going to have to take months off. And then that's when you come to see me or anybody here at Sports Performance and you're frustrated and you tell me you have a marathon or half marathon or a 5K and you really want to participate and it's in a week. That puts us in a really tough position. And so I think if you understand where the guidelines um, are and you know what those guidelines are, you can make better decisions for yourself. And and that's really what it's all about is making yourself a smarter athlete, uh, just being able to know your body and uh, understanding that you are the director of your health and helping you understand that 
if you know when to push and pull, you can make really good decisions and not have to be injured and having to come get treatment for um, reactive decisions. Uh, And we always say we want to be proactive and not reactive. So uh, that's number four. Just listen to your body. The last one kind of goes along with the fourth one. So this is number five. Take care of your body. Understand we talked about running is nothing but stress to your body. It knows nothing more than this is pure stress. It's not exercise to your body. It just knows that you are now challenging it. So it's got to do two things. It's going to shut you down from being so sore because you're not used to it, or it's going to adapt and become stronger. So the way that you can actually work on allowing your body to adapt is make sure that you're doing all of these uh, so-called running or recovery uh, strategies. So for some people, it's stretching or some people, it's sleep. Some people, it's hydration, uh, diet. All of these are a big part of your body's ability to adapt to the stress. That's how you have to see it. If you don't sleep six to eight hours and get deep sleep, your body is in an awake zone. It's never in full uh uh, full deep sleep mode. And that deep sleep mode is actually when all those hormones are released to allow you to recover and allow those bones to recover, allow those muscles to get uh, reestablished and uh, allow you to get back to a better position. So if you're not sleeping, it's very, very difficult for you to adapt. If you're not hydrating, you're not filling those cells back up. You're going to be sore. It's going to impede your future training. And if you're not replenishing good food back into the system, your muscles will, your muscles and bones will not be able to recover and get to the point where they're adapting. They're constantly going to be under stress. And that's where you have bone problems. That's where you have uh, recovery problems. You can't sleep. You haven't been able to train. You're working a lot. And you're actually now going to start to see a point where you're changing your weight is now going to be fluctuating purely because you're not recovering. And this all plays into understanding that your body is ongoing under stress and you're just trying to help your body adapt to it. And so the recovery is uh, essential and you have to understand if you can get eight hours of sleep, eight glasses of water and making sure that you have a balanced diet that is the optimal environment for you to uh, grow, to get faster, to minimize your risk of injury. This is how you're going to get back into running. So for some of you, you're very established runners and you're listening to this because you have injuries or you've had injuries or you're trying to prevent injuries and you want to know how do I stay healthy. Others You've been wanting to get back into running, but every time you go back in, your knee starts to hurt or uh, you're starting to have heel pain or you're having shin splints, whatever it may be. Um, And uh, there's another group of you guys who uh, you haven't ran and you've been thinking about it and you really want to make a smart decision. Uh, Maybe somebody forwarded this podcast or you found it um, just by chance or you've been a long-term listener. You'll notice that our content is very similar across the podcast because there is no magic. You have to understand, you got to learn these principles. You have to learn that if you try and train like you were 16 years old again, it just doesn't work. 
that body is not used to the amount of stress that you're trying to add to it now and it doesn't recover at the same rate. So by now you're figuring out how important sleep, hydration and diet is and you have to understand how to manage and figure out when you're starting to overload or overstress that body. So returning to run is uh, very, very exciting for a lot of you guys and, and we have a lot of clients at Sports Performance who have this same issue and these are the exact tips that we're giving them and we're uh, giving them to you so you can make smarter decisions and being able to help out family members, anybody that you love uh, with this content. So uh, this was uh, Coach Alex uh, who uh, created this blog just because we have so many people asking, how do I do this? What's the safest way? Well, there you go. Five tips to return to running and avoid injury. Uh, you know, we really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. As I mentioned, there's a lot of great stuff happening at Sportsformance. Uh, over the next uh, eight to 12 months, uh, we've got did some annual planning uh, for the team, and we're really excited to help move uh, a lot of this forward. So stay tuned. Uh, as I mentioned, we've got nutrition, uh, a couple new team members coming on board. And uh, if you always want to stay in tune with uh, kind of our updates, uh, feel free to check out our bio. And uh, we've got a place where you can uh, stay in touch with our newsletter. Uh, stay in touch and be alerted when we have our podcasts and blog uh, within the website. Uh, and if you still have more questions and you want to uh, dive deeper, uh, feel free to give us an email at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com and our team will be happy, more than happy to help you out and make sure that you are staying healthy and uh, not getting injured. So uh, there you have it, uh, five tips to return to running and avoid injury and all the updates that are happening at Sports Performance. Uh, thanks for staying tuned uh, with the team and uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you enjoy our content, help us help others by giving us a five-star review. This gives us an opportunity to provide people just like you with great information to stay healthy. If you have any questions, email us at teamsp at sportsperformancept.com. If you want more, head over to our website and sign up for our VIP email list to stay in touch with the latest and greatest. And while you're there, download one of our free reports on back pain, knee pain, ankle pain, or running efficiency. It doesn't matter if you're new to exercise, an experienced personal trainer or coach, healthcare professional or professional athlete. This information is literally for anyone interested in fitness and health. We're excited to keep you healthy and active. We'll see you on our next episode.